The basketball tournament is coming back to the Charleston Coliseum in Charleston, West Virginia, July 24th through 27th, and Best Virginia will be there. Come and cheer on your Mountaineer alumni team as they try to win the $1 million prize. Get your tickets today at thetournament.com slash tickets. Warmer weather is finally here, and our friends at the Book Exchange have all the WVU gear and apparel to keep you looking good and feeling great. Support our show and save 25% off your order with promo code BX4FINAL4 in-store or online at bookexchangewv.com. That's BX, the number four, final, the number four. Recorded live in Morgantown, West by God, Virginia, and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones, John Flowers, and our lovely co-host, Ashley. This is the Final Forecast Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Final Forecast featuring me, one of your co-hosts, Kevin Jones. I got my boy Jay Flo with me. Yo, Lozy. I got our lovely co-host Ashley with me. That's me. Super producer Dave. What up, what up? Trusty intern Ethan is around here somewhere, I think. Nope. Is he not in here? All right. Cool. (laughs) All right, cool. I mean... I don't know if he had anything to... We're letting him recharge. His semester's over. It's summer. He'll be back sometime. Oh, that's right. It was finals week this week. Dude, I'm so excited right now. I I hate to say it, but it's the truth. I love when the students are gone for summer. It's the best in this town when they're gone. Oh, for sure. The the traffic stops. Mm -hmm. You can get to where you need to go. You don't have people jumping out in front of your cars. You're trying to drive down the road, so... (laughs) It's definitely a great sight to see. Absolutely. Not a huge line at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, it works out for everybody. Absolutely. Uh, what's, been, what's been going on, guys? How's everything been going since? Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into, we'll get into the, uh, the Jalen episode reaction. But Ash, you weren't, you weren't um, here last episode. What's, what's been going no, on with you? No, it's not. And actually, now I'm kind of upset that I wasn't. I mean, obviously, I wanted to be a part of the Jalen interview, but uh, I had a family obligation and there's only certain times that he could do, of course. So yeah. I had to sacrifice that. But boy, was I shocked. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't want to be a part of that shit show anyway. Uh, <laughs> Literally, as soon as it's released, <laughs> it's like, boom, bam, bam. I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa. He didn't say anything oh, yeah. bad, right? No? Okay, mm-hmm. then why is everybody all worked up? Like, I'm confused. I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Caused a little bit of a hissy fit amongst a lot of people. But, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll get to that. But... Yeah. I mean, it's silly, though. At the end of the day, whatever his reasoning is for leaving, that's his reason, and that's fine. You know what I mean? And, I mean, I will always appreciate Jalen because he's from West Virginia. You know, he grew up in Fairmont. Um, and, you know, if he wants to do what he wants to do, do it. You know what I'm saying? So that's that. And I don't understand why people have to get so worked up about us talking to him about it. You know? Yeah. I mean, for me... Well, it's the a good whole thing we're leaving it until later in the episode, like we said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, sorry. All right, cool. All right, cool. I mean, we could have just started all right there, so that's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> John, what's uh, what's been going on with you, buddy? 
Um, update on my season, guys. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't win our last game, which would help us qualify for the playoffs. So my season was over tonight, unfortunately. So yeah, I'll be I'll be back next week. Y'all didn't make the playoffs. Nah, uh, uh-uh. uh, we lost. We out of it by a game. And the funny thing is, the game that we were supposed to have was against my old team, but we couldn't play it because it had to be rescheduled um, because of COVID. And we couldn't find a gym to play that day, so we play. So we have one less game. COVID, COVID doesn't exist anymore. What do you mean? What's going on? I mean, it, it existed a month ago. <laughs> yeah, and in Japan, they're a little bit more strict over there than we are here in the U.S. Exactly. So I mean, it was kind of we were kind of behind the eight ball to begin with anyway, because a lot of the teams didn't have the same amount of games because of COVID. So it went by winning percentage. Mm-hmm. So that. You know, we were kind of behind the eight ball anyway, so it is what it is. That's kind of unfair, though, in a way, you know, because you guys played more games. Obviously, you've had more chances to <laughs> lose. You know what I mean? Like uh, Exactly. I think that's so we, unfair. Yeah, so we had a 60-game schedule, and out of those 60 games, we played 59 of them. And like I said, the one that was canceled was because we couldn't find a gym, where there's some other teams who only played 45, 50 oh. games. So, of course, they have less chances to lose, and a lot of these teams are not playing against the the better teams because of COVID. So it's um, like we played against everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, got, it's not fair, but it's the situation we had to deal with, and unfortunately we couldn't overcome it. So it is, like I said, it is what it is. Yeah. You've been all the way before, right? Say that again? So you've been all the way to the championship before, right? Nah, not out here. I won um I won two conference titles and, and been to the playoffs, but I haven't been to championship. How long unfortunately. is it how long does it go if you go to the championship? So, like so usually the last week of May. So before the championship game was only one game, but now it um they switched it. It's a series now, best of three series. Mm. So it's till I think the first of June is like the, the last possible game. Gotcha. I have a question for you guys. Do you guys get bonuses for playoffs and championships? Like, do you make more money if you make it to the playoffs? Some people have that in their contract. Uh, I didn't have anything like that in my contract this year. But Okay, so no sweat off the has, back then. Yeah, there, there has been some years where it's incentivized to make the playoffs or make it all the way to the championship. Gotcha. Yeah, I do. I got that in my contract. You do? Yeah, a couple actually. So you're... Hundred bucks. You already got your uh, you already got your back end then, right? Because you already in the playoffs. Yeah, I got one. I got I got a gift certificate to uh, Bennigan's. Uh, what? <laughs> it's a Bennigan's out here. I got a gift. What the fuck is Bennigan's? You never heard of Bennigan's? No. It's a restaurant. Like, what do they? Is it like a fast food? No, it's like a sit down uh, restaurant. Huh. It's like Applebee's. Oh, okay, I never heard of it. That was one of my bonuses. I mean, I don't. I know your bonuses are like five hundred thousand, six hundred. Here we go with the cap. <laughs> I was wondering when it was gonna happen. Here we go. Grateful for the Bennigans. <laughs> That's funny that you got a Bennigans <laughs> certificate. That's awesome. <laughs> the uh, summer signs of Morgantown, KJ. You ready? You got the yacht ready and. What's up? Uh, no, no lie. I am ready, 
to get back, but also I feel like my season's been super short. I just got here literally like two months ago. That's true. So yeah. I just got here. So I feel like I should be playing more, but then I'm also happy about getting back home and, and getting summer ready yeah. and, and all that stuff. No, nah, I don't have any plans. You know who reached out to me about a yacht? Kermit. No, no, even more random. Casey Mitchell. A yacht? <laughs> what? He said, yeah, he's like, yo, I got a yacht. You know what I mean? Uh... <laughs> My friend's dad died, and uh, we all gonna go use the yacht for this summer. Lake? I was like, all right, huh? On Chi Lake? Yeah, I guess so. I was like, I don't know. I never seen a yacht on Chi Lake, but hey, I'm <laughs> I'm down. I've seen a I've seen a boat that looks close to a yacht on Chi Lake. There's some big ones out there, but I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't classify it as a yacht. But I guess, what is the true definition of a yacht? Right? I don't know. Let's look it up. If someone has a yacht on Chi Lake, they're fucking ass. <laughs> Why? You can't have a yacht on Cheat Lake? Is there a rule against that or something? I mean, it's a pretty small lake for a big ass yacht. <laughs> it's not that yeah. big. I mean, small. It's pretty small. And but actually, I'm sure the there's true, different sizes. The true definition of a yacht is a medium sized sailboat equipped for cruising or racing. That is the definition of a yacht. Why are we looking at the definition of a yacht? Because I said, I said, well, it depends on what your definition of a yacht is as to whether a yacht has been on Cheat Lake or not. Because I've seen some pretty big boats. Would that be classified as a yacht? And according to this, yes, it shall. That's hmm. Now, not a luxury yacht, but a yacht what's nonetheless. The Ash, what's the definition of a little yachty? <laughs> <laughs> a medium-sized <laughs> rapper? I don't know. <laughs> a medium-sized rapper uh, <laughs> but yeah I'm, I'm excited about this summer man uh we got a lot of great things coming up you know we hustling right now to get everything straight for the tbt and still trying to get the players together for that so that that's one thing how's that going it's good so far we still have a couple maybes that i'm holding out for but you know if it gets to a certain amount of time we might have to may have to look in a different direction, but the guys that are on the maybe list are guys that I think will help change the team if we get them. So nice. um, we just we just j announced Jay Sean. So Jay Sean uh, is officially on the team. You know what I mean? He he did well for us um, 2019, our first year in the TBT. So we, we excited to have him back and uh, more announcements will be coming. What was the process like for Sean and him though? Like, was it tough? Cause I know like last year we <sighs> And you don't like to beg players either, huh? You're like, no, nah, it's not. It's not. You ask once or twice, and then like, all right, fuck y'all. So my 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 thing is, my thing is this, right? I I want to obviously you want the best talent, but I also want people who want to play in the game. If I Amen. feel like I have to beg you to play, mm -hmm. especially with something like this that has grown so so much, and the fact that we have the region in our backyard. I don't think that's something I should have to beg you for. Right. That that's just my outlook on it, and then maybe that's maybe I'm being a bad GM. Maybe sometimes you do have to have to you know beg guys or ask a couple more times. But for me, that that's the thought, my thought process on it. I mean, it's you, you've been on on both sides of it. basically you've been saying like I understand like the guys want this summer, and then you don't want to beg them to play. It's kind of like a like an oxymoron. Nah, how? Because you understand, like, they don't want to do this for the summer. Like, it's a tough decision for the summer. It, you're like, 
Well, that's what he's saying. He's and saying if, if they don't, don't want to be there, it, don't be then there. Don't be there. Right. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. Respect. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm, as a professional player, you know, you know your schedule, you know your body. If you feel like the season has drained you, which a lot of people do feel like that after eight to 10 months, which I understand, mm-hmm. I get it, but it shouldn't have to take me to beg somebody to, to play. Right. That's how, that's how I feel. Is there any player that you like feel like you're begging right now? Um, no, not begging, but I'm like I said, holding out for because I do feel like this player or two can help change the um, the team like in a really good way. So I'm I'm holding out hope. How long are you gonna hold out for? Depends on how long we got to make our roster. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's like, I'm going to hold out all the way. Gonna, <laughs> that's what I'm going to hold out all the way until because I final think roster, it, I think, is mid-June. I think that's when they need everything. We, we got a bunch of time, but um, the one of the guys that I'm reaching out to, I think it helps our WVU alumni case, and then it also helps our talent case. It, it It's like a, you know, it works both ways. So I, I think that if, if we can get him, it'll be a great pickup. Uh, did you – uh? Ever get in contact with Turk? I thought you was talking to him for a little bit. I did get in contact with Turk, and he said that he was going to be around during that time, but I think he has some business ventures going on. He said something about real estate and doing all types of stuff, and then, you know, Turk is in Turkey right now. He has a kid. He has a wife, so he's doing other shit, but we would have loved to have him if we could have. So it's over? Yeah, Yeah, it's over for that on that end, unfortunately. To uh, a potential alumni game or our game if he's in town and meet the. Fans. Are we doing that? Are you guys doing that? We haven't really figured out what <laughs> what we're doing as far as that's concerned yet. That, okay. That's that's a whole another topic that we need to figure out. Hopefully, we can get it done when whenever I, I get back and start having these in person meetings with each other. Nice. Yeah. So. That's as far as that, but I'm I'm sure even with all that being said, we'll have a good product out there on the court. Our coach announcement, uh, we're we're returning with uh, James Long. I think he did a clap, yeah. <laughs> insert claps there. Yeah, no. I, I think he did a really great job. Um, him and the co- and assistant coaches on uh, preparing us for the games, and um, I think he did everything possible on his end to. Um, to make sure he put us in a great position to win. And I'm excited to have him back. Um, he's excited to be back from everything, from every conversation we've had. So I, I think it'll be a, a great time again. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to James. Like you said, he prepared as well. Uh, it's a good decision. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. But uh, so since we were on that topic, because I won't say you had a problem, but just kind of, you kind of talked about how you felt that guys were being treated as if they were still playing like off of past stuff that they did and not currently what they're doing. So did you have a problem with that at first, like him being the coach or it was just kind of like you got over that part? What you mean, for this year? No, last year, remember we talked about you was like, uh, you felt that some guys were being kept in the game in TBT last year and, and they sh- they shouldn't have been on the court at certain times, remember? Max, Max, uh, yeah, so I'm saying, do you still feel that way or do you have you gotten over that? I mean, that's a question for James. Like, is, is James, did James learn from that mistake? You know what I mean? Like, 
It's basically kind of like JB talked about favoritism, you know? Mm. <laughs> it's basically what it okay. was. Some okay. guys, I mean, just looking at guys from, we're basing, like, how guys play in college, you know what I'm saying? Just to respect mm-hmm. They don't play like that no more. Or other players are better than they were in college. Like, Mozzie is a mm-hmm. lot better than he was in college, right? Mm-hmm. Like, John Houghton was a lot better. Tavon was a lot better than he was in college. I think we kind of judged them based off that. Also, they also they dug their own graves with their attitudes and stuff on the bench, besides Mozzie. But, yeah, Mozzie did great, like, even though that he didn't get – did he, did he get in the game at all? Any of the games? No. I, I, he did great, like, being – see, that's the thing with this team that I also wanted to to do is that not only have great players, obviously, that wins you the game, but also high-character guys. Not saying that we didn't have that before, but, you know, this is – we could be, we could have one game and then we're then we're done. Nobody wants to deal with the outside drama. We're just trying to have fun, we're trying to be competitive and win. We don't need the extra shit. So that's mm-hmm. kind of was my idea of when I was picking the teams, like what mix and match would do well. Yeah. And again, it's always it's it's predicting and it's kind of assuming, but also just trying to make an educated guess on what will work well with each other. So. That's uh, basically one of the things I said last year, like, when we was dealing with all the, like, drama and stuff, I'm like, not very young, man. like, mm-hmm. not inviting some of these dudes back. It's, because, it's a buzzkill. I mean, not for me, but the, the buzzkill for me was just everyone complaining about those guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they're the cause of it, but me personally, I just ignore, like, bitching and complaining like that, you know? It's kind of hard, though, like, especially when you're already in kind of a a semi-high-pressure situation, and then you get people, like, acting like, no offense, but, like, a bunch of bitches, and it's, like, Mm. it brings a vibe, you know what I mean? And when you're in that vibe, that negative space, like, have you and I talk about this all the time, that negativeness just festers, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you got to keep that positive vibe going, which brings good things. So I I wouldn't want to be in an environment like that, no way. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And then also, it'd be different if it was just one guy. Right. <laughs> it'd be different right. if we just had one guy to worry about. It was it was a couple. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to say any names, but it was a couple. A guy, again, these guys are family. So, of course, we wanted them to be on the team and we wanted them to enjoy in this. But also, like John said, with guys getting better and doing better than they were in college, that comes along with ego as well. Mm-hmm. And this is a situation where we have to put ego to the side because, like I said, it's only one game. We could be done in one game. So if you're not willing to put your ego to the side to for the benefit of the team, then you shouldn't be on this in this type of tournament. Right. I mean, I I seen like the other teams like uh, Team Twenty Three, Overseas Elite. Like when we played them, it was arguing with each other like crazy. Like, they they went out and won the, you know what I'm saying won the championship or went to the championship like I just I just yeah. stuff, you know what I mean like I don't to me that stuff doesn't make or break a team for me I, I get it I get it everybody wants to have positive energy and be in a good, good space well I, I think you're you're I, built I, a little I, bit different John um, because just knowing who you are as a person you tend to not take things too too personal you know what I mean you you move on easily. And you don't mm-hmm. see why other people get offended by the things that you do or say. So you're just built different than a lot of other people 
like I said, I understand. Like I get it. Yeah, and also I think with that being said, just because that worked for them doesn't mean it works for us. We have a totally different group of guys who I feel like if we had guys that can have that mindset of, you know, you can still argue, but you're still being productive on the court, then that's a whole different story. But I don't feel like that was the case in our with our team. Plus, a lot of you guys really know each other as opposed to a bunch of random guys put together. Like, right. There's a big difference between arguing like that and arguing with strangers. Uh, which would which should be which should serve us well because we do know each other that well. So it should be an advantage for us because we do. But it just didn't seem like it was. It seemed like it was more of a a problem than an advantage. Mm. I mean, every game that those players were arguing and bitching, we won. But I mean that that chemistry it helped not turn those those small arguments into bigger situations for sure. Because yeah, like <laughs> Like, we know each other, like, you know what I mean? Like, everybody said, like, we know each other. Shit got yeah. real. Like, real, real last shit could have got... Mm-hmm. If they were strangers, it would have got... A locker room would have got turned upside down. <laughs> oh, oh fact, that fact. ugly, huh? And, and, them, and them, I don't think they really wanted to do anything. Like, you know, it's the heat of the moment. You, you after the game or whatever, you feel some type of way. I, I don't really believe that they wanted to hurt each other. No. And you see, like, so, the next day and... Yeah. Yeah. Again, you can't you can't delete that. I'm uh, I agree with you, John. Like you can't delete that fully. Obviously, there's gonna be some tension. There's gonna be some egos. We're all pros. We all think that we're very good. But at the same time, if we can minimize that as much as possible, I think that that will help. Yeah. For my mindset also is just building something like bigger for years to come, you know what I mean? Like, with the alumni and all that stuff, like, mm-hmm. you gotta, you can't, like, like with James Long, like, he, he didn't do, he did okay last year, you know what I mean? Like, he didn't win the championship, we wouldn't, we didn't go as far as expected, but we just can't change the coach every time, you know what I mean? You have a disagreement or something like that. But I think the more we build on it, my mindset was the more we build and just keep the same guys around that we get that chemistry, more chemistry and more, we'll get better as a team. Sure. But no, I also was like, I'm not inviting these motherfuckers back again. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I, get it. I totally understand. Yeah. And I, and I think also it was James' first time coaching pros as well. So we have to cut him some slack too. Um, and especially not just pros, but pros that he knows, that he grew up watching, that he was a fan of. So that has to come into some play too. We there was times when we had to tell James like, coach us, like you know what I mean. We're not. You don't have to be worried about hurting our feelings or anything like that. Like we need you to coach us. And I think as the games went on, he got better. But I I think he did learn. James is a, a student of the game, so I think that he will be much better and much more prepared for this kind of situation this this summer. For sure. Just a hypothetical. Joe Mazzulla said he'll coach. Ooh. Next next year? Or this year or this year? Um, um I think James would slide down the bench I don't think you have a problem with that. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind it personally, but I already, you know, at the same I I like I like the way James coached me personally. 
I'm I like the way James coached and I, huh? I'm not saying James beat like off the team. I'm saying you just have to slide down the bench. We only have, I mean, we don't have assistants right now, do we? I mean, Tommy. Yeah, we do. I mean, we have Tommy. Yeah. And then um, George. So, um, no, not the, I, me personally, if I had a vote, I would say no, just not this year. Like we, you know, James is very excited about um, being, being a head coach. And I'm very excited to have him back. So if I, if I had to say personally, no, but Joe is a great, would be great to coach the team. I would say for next summer. What about you? What would you say? <laughs> I mean, I would tell James, like, yo, Joe wants to coach. What do you think about it? Now, I feel like James wouldn't have a problem with Joe's assistant. Okay. I would handle the situation. John would say, James, get your ass on that bench. <laughs> yeah, John, John would not ask <laughs> that like that. He John would not that. ask like that. I already know, like, James would be he like, you don't know that. I don't know that. No, you don't. Just like we got, just like we got egos. Coaches got ego. Uh, James is a head coach somewhere. He got a he got an ego. He might not be on the level of, of Joe, but I mean, he thinks he's a pretty good coach. We'll ask him on the bench. But I mean, from last year, <laughs> I mean, we'll ask him on the show next week or whenever he comes. Okay. Home. Last uh last year, Joe came to the to Charleston like. I know James was just asking him for a bunch of advice. He was always talking and stuff like that. Didn't he say he didn't want to coach? Mm. Didn't you ask him this? I mean, last year he said no. But then he came. I don't see what changed, but okay. Still the same <laughs> tournament. Still the same everything. I don't see what, what's going to change. But what is right. what is the latest on our other uh, experienced coach and former co-host of the show? Oh, I don't know. I'm trying. I was trying to get him back as as assistant coach. He's obviously he, he has stuff going on with uh, his G League team. I don't know if he's going to be involved in summer league or what. I wouldn't be surprised, but we would love to have him back as assistant coach. Deshaun. Yeah, that's what happened with uh, Joe last year. He has summer league. Yeah. But, so yeah, Deshaun mm-hmm. will have summer league too. I'd be smart of him to go coach the summer league. I wouldn't mind Deshaun as a head coach next year. Right. I think he. That's one of the head coach this year. I I think he connect. He is a person that connects with, you know, he does the coaching, but also connects with the players, and he's not scared to tell us what the fuck is up, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I, I respect that, and um, again, I I like James as as a head coach, so he's my vote for this year. But uh, you never know what's gonna happen next year, so we'll see. Hey, good looking. Thanks for listening to the show. Help us spread the word and tell your family and friends about us. We're available on all major podcast apps and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Final Forecast. Amen. Um, yeah. Speaking of um, the program and uh, getting things straightened, straightened out. <sighs> Let's address the elephant. I in love the room, that segue, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. I've been working on it all night. Good stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, our last episode, Jalen mm-hmm. Bridges came on, and he he said some stuff, <laughs> some stuff that a lot of people didn't agree with. A lot of people are mad at us as a show for having him on. Um, 
thoughts thoughts on that from everybody before I go in? I think it's weird that somebody would be mad at the podcast for letting him speak, period. Like, that's wild to me. No one else would bitch at USA Today or ESPN or anything else like that for having someone on to speak on what happened to them or, or why they chose to leave whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like even mm. if he went on another podcast in our state, there wouldn't have been a fucking issue. But for some mm. reason, because it's our podcast, or more importantly, because you guys are on this podcast, it's a problem. Mm. Nah, I think <laughs> if he would, it would have been worse if he would have went on to someone else's podcast. Exactly. Sure. Like, we get the control, like, some of the stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure Dave didn't put everything in the, in the episode. True. It wasn't. Yeah, I don't think he said anything that was too crazy. Actually, I really don't know what everybody's upset about. I agree. I I don't think so either. And from my point of view, the whole what what I'm hearing from people is, why would John and KJ let talk let Jalen talk about Coach Hugs like that? The whole point of our the interview was to let Jalen speak his piece. Now, whether we thought it was right or not. That doesn't matter. The interview wasn't about us. The interview was about letting Jalen tell his side of the story, which there's always two sides of the story. It has nothing to do with, it's well-documented, our love for Coach Hugs, our appreciation for everything he's done for us and and his coaching. Like, that's already well-documented. So for anybody to question Question that, that. just because we have somebody on the show speaking their piece, and just because that's his truth doesn't mean it's the whole truth. Right. Like that's what he felt in that moment. And and you have to respect people's feelings, man. The lack of empathy is what I have a problem with. It's just mm-hmm. because you don't agree with a situation doesn't mean that you're right. You know what I mean? Like you you have to have empathy, especially with a, a native kid who I'm sure that was a tough decision for him to leave there. He didn't want like he said on the episode, he didn't want to leave home. Right. He would have rather stayed there. So rather than have him tell have some people ask secondhand information I ask secondhand questions why not hear it from the horse's mouth like everybody says we want to know why you know people are transferring and what's going on and then when Jalen says the reason why he's transferring and what's going on nobody can accept that right like, exactly. I don't understand it doesn't make any sense to me so mm-hmm. for for whoever is mad about you know what was going on what was said in the situ- in the situation like I don't. I don't know what else to tell you. If you can't respect somebody's opinion, whether it's true or not, then that's on you. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what else to tell you. I don't even know like what he said that was that bad. Though. That's what I want to. I don't either. He didn't criticize hugs a lot. Like he didn't shit on hugs. He literally said in the interview, "I have no bad blood with hugs." Right. <laughs> exactly, he and that's why that. everyone's like, "Well, will you let him talk shit?" He didn't say anything negative about him. <laughs> Nothing. Like what? Like, it's so annoying. People didn't listen. That's the problem. They didn't even listen. They're riding off the back of everybody else. Oh, so-and-so said he he talked shit about hugs. It must be true. No, listen to the fucking episode. I'm pissed. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) I'm about to go off. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm also hearing people saying, well, you know, is it true that Jalen had to work out with his dad and this and that? Yeah, I, I on the episode, I said, yeah, I seen Jalen work out in the gym with his dad, but that doesn't mean the coaches never, in my opinion, for right. me being around, that doesn't mean the coaches didn't work out with him. I even said to my, in my playing days, when I was there, I had my older brother work out with me as well, besides 
what the coaches were doing just because it was something that I was used to. And it was Mm -hmm. something that stuff that I wanted to work on that we didn't necessarily work on when I was with the coaches, but that doesn't mean they're not doing their job. That Mm -hmm. just means it's something else that I feel like I need to work on that. That's, that's not going on. And that's nothing wrong with that. Right. You're just just doing extra. That's it. Exactly. And just the fact that they're letting people's families in the gym to Mm -hmm. work out with, to work out with the guys where they could easily just be like, no, we have our own people here to work out, and that's that. No, but they're letting they let my older brother in the gym. They let Jalen's dad in the gym. So that means that you know there there is some kind of there is something there like family wise that you know we just because you're here with us doesn't mean you can't do stuff like that as well. Like you you can also do stuff outside of what what we're teaching you. So I don't understand what the what the whole problem is with that. Mm, I, I agree. It's crazy. Yeah, um, some people were questioning about like the player development, like basically what I was saying, what Jalen was saying, like it's not player development at WVU isn't bad, but it's not what it is at Baylor. Like Jalen mm-hmm. said, like at Baylor, each player has their own GA that they work out with and do all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. WVU doesn't have the budget for that. <laughs> I don't think like, right. It was just the four coaches that are working out guys and, and, and getting better. So from my experience, when I played there, I used to go to, to Coach Coach Martin for the post work and Coach Han for shooting work. They would work mm-hmm. me out for like they would show me like instruction for like a week or two or whatever, however long. But it was up to me to get in the gym on my own with the manager to to perfect it. You know what I mean? They're not gonna hold my hand and work out with me every time I want to work out. You know what I mean? So that's the big difference between our program yeah. and other programs. Like, I know Georgetown has mm-hmm. their own uh, player development coach, like big man coach. Like, he's not a coach on the team, but he's just there to show him other stuff outside of what uh, John Thompson was showing. A lot of schools. No. Like, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And just because if hugs doesn't do that or the coaching staff doesn't do that, that doesn't make them any less of a coaching staff. Obviously it's a, it's a two way street. The the mm-hmm. coaches show you what to do and they give you the blueprint and it's up to you to get in the gym and, and, and take care of that blueprint. Now, you know, there might be situations where guys feel like they're not getting enough out of the blueprint and they want to do other things. Cool. But that doesn't mean that there has to be, either side is wrong just because one person, the player wants to get more out of whatever that he feels like he's not getting. And then also on the coach, like, yo, we gave you the blueprint. We, like you said, John, we're not going to hold your hand through the process. Not saying that that's Jalen's situation, but both sides can be true. Two things can be true. And like we, over the years, like they develop players. We had a few NBA guys, you know what I mean? Like, and I think the development that hugs, and instills in his players is just is different from just offensive ability. You know what I mean? Like, like Javon, Javon is great in the NBA because of his defense ability. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Joe Alexander was great in the NBA because of his toughness that Hugs installed in. You know what I mean? Like he was different mm-hmm. from Elon was showing Joe Alexander, Dax. The list goes on and on. You know what I mean? But they are developing players. They're developing a like. Javon always says the treadmill mentality, keep going, perseverance. Uh, yes. Don't complain about different stuff. It's it's they're turning young young boys into men, basically. You know what I mean? So it's a it's a different development, which I think is even better in the long run. 
Agreed. Outside of basketball. Because they're not only developing better players, but they're developing better men. And like I've said in a whole bunch of different interviews, man, like I like not only got better as a player, but got better as a man. Like you said, accountability, working hard, fighting through shit that, you know, the average person would be like, all right, this is too much. Like I'm, I'm giving up. Nah, I don't, I don't have that mindset. And, and it's all because of their coaching style. But I also, this is the, the narrative that I hate. And the main reason why I wanted to hear JB's side of the story is that anybody who can't play for hugs is soft. I Amen. hate that narrative. Yes. I hate that narrative so much. And that's why I wanted to I wanted to hear from Jalen's mouth what was going through his mind, what was going through his head when he made that decision. Because me and you know, John, it's bro, that shit is not easy. Like let's just it's the it's hardest thing you ever had to do in your life. Ever. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> that military boot camp, like. Honestly. But 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 that's not to say that it's a bad thing. Like we're not saying that as a bad thing. We're just keeping it real. Like mm-hmm. people know this. People have heard stories. Hugs have said it out his mouth. Other players have said it out th- their mouth how hard it is. So in the moment, you hate it. You hate it. We all hated it at the, <laughs> the moment. Like let's keep it real. We hated it in the moment. I, I said that. I said everybody hated it except Joel Alexander and Javon. Maybe I didn't play with Javon. Exactly. We all complained about it at some point, but the difference is we we still got through it. You know right. what I mean? We found Cut a way out. to get through it. And mm-hmm. just because you can't find a way to get through it doesn't mean you're soft. Like, I, I don't like that narrative. That's that's the only thing that was, was bothering me. It's, it's so weird because, like, everyone immediately, as soon as a player leaves, they're like, they're dead to me, they're soft, blah, blah, blah. You get them in on their own words and they explain, you know, it didn't work for me, so I'm going somewhere that's going to be better for me. And they're still like, you soft pussy. And then like two seconds later, we'll announce like four players from the transfer portal who are somehow not disloyal to their other school or showing disloyalty. And then like, yeah, welcome. We love you. We love you. You're so good. Exactly. It's, like, it's so what? backwards. It's so backwards. And it, and it's also the same people that are saying JB was soft. Did you say that when he was playing for the team? Or are you just now saying that because right. he transferred? Because right. you, I'm sure the same people who are rooting for Emmett Matthews coming back, which I'm glad he is, are the same people that probably call him soft when he left. <laughs> exactly. Yes. A hundred percent. So what do y'all talk like? What do y'all want from these kids? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Listen, at the end of the day, I understand team loyalty. You know, did my heart break when I found out Jalen was leaving? Of course it did. You know what I mean? It feels like, oh, you know, he's running away from home, you know, oh, don't go, you know, but at the same time. Welcome to the day of the transfer portal, right? Let's just get used to it. Take a deep breath, take a step back, and realize this is now going to be a thing, okay? And and maybe back in the day, if the transfer portal were as easy as it is now back then, we, we may have seen more guys flood out of the program from before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just it makes it easier for everyone in the country to say, you know what? I think I'm going to leave. Uh, you know, this may not be the best fit for me. Right, wrong, or indifferent, that's their choice, period. And I don't know why so people that, get so worked up about it. Like, you know, yeah. sorry that you're leaving, but we'll get somebody else out of the portal as well. And like you said, it's funny that people are like, welcome to West Virginia, da 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 but they're not soft because they left. So, yeah, confusing. The thing I did take exception to, and maybe that's where some of the outrage came from, the misplaced outrage, is that 
you guys are seen as like the definition of like the hugs greatness years, like by your mm-hmm. final your final four appearance, like how great you guys are as ambassadors to the program, all that you do behind the scenes to help the recruits and practice and all that stuff. So maybe it felt like a slap in the face, but it doesn't really need to be because no. it's a player that we brought in to WVU explaining why he left as opposed to just letting people just like talk crap about someone without asking them why. And, you know, I'm sure there are some hurt feelings, but like you don't look at the past, you look for the future. So like, let's all move on. It's fine. And, and here's, here's my thing. People say, well, you guys did it. So why couldn't he do it? We're not all the same. Right. We're not all the same people. Like, mm-hmm. stop comparing everybody to just because I can do it or John got through it in some way. Like I told you, it was hard in the moment, but after we graduated, we all appreciated how much hugs pushed us and the perseverance that we still show now that, like, anything now is kind of like, okay, well, this is not WVU, what we had to go through here, so this is easy. So we all appreciate Coach Hugs for that, but just because somebody couldn't go through that, that, that again, like – that that narrative is is something I have a problem with. Yeah, it does awesome. not make them soft. Period. <laughs> yeah, also, the recruiting is different now. Like it, it just shows like how different players are now. Like back then, when Hugs was recruiting, he was telling me like on my visit, this would be the hardest thing you'll ever have to go through. Like I don't take it easy. You got to earn everything. I, I don't know what he told you, KJ. No, <laughs> same same. You want to know something funny? The reason that he kept it, and and I say this all the time, and any anytime anybody asks me about hugs, the reason, one of the reasons why I came to WVU was because he kept it so real with me. Because he said, "You're gonna earn your playing time where nothing is gonna be given to you." And I appreciated that other than the other college coaches that were saying, "Yo, you come in, you're guaranteed play, minutes," because I knew that wasn't true. Right. So that's the reason I actually came to WVU was because he kept it so real. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated that. That's why. So I, it is because I didn't want no easy like you know what I mean. I wanted to be challenged. That's why I came. But I don't think you could tell some of these kids that nowadays. Like, no, they're um, sadly. I think that things have changed a lot since we were in college. You know, and the kids nowadays. And this is no knock on anybody that's on the team currently or will be on the team. But they were raised in an era of everybody gets a participation trophy. And if mm. you're, you know, if you're good at something, we're going to praise you for it. Not and and that's it's sad, but that's how our culture is right now. Apparently, you don't have to fucking work for anything anymore. You're supposed to just expect. OK, to we're, we're on Boomer Facebook here. That's such a crock of shit. Like I, I, I rarely disagree with you, Ashley, but I hate that trophy argument you can you, you can reinforce that act- no you can reinforce activity and being in a shared experience with someone with stuff and not just be a cop-out for people i think that's just like this weird mentality that some people have that i worked uh 80 hours a week and you people work 40 that's so soft <laughs> i i it's so annoying let me just it's- tell you though the but the experience that i've had with yeah. the, the the people that have grown up in that generation Absolutely. They come into the radio station thinking um, that they're automatically going to be put on a morning show that um, even if they're like on the sales team, that they think they're going to be upper management next month. Like it is wild to me that they expect to not have to work for it. And that's just my experience. It, of course, like, I think okay. Too, I get oh, God, I, my bad, I definitely. Bad, 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 bad. Sorry. Sorry, Kev. I definitely bad, get bad, that. Bad. I just don't uh-huh. like the reductive 
participation trophy thing because I played soccer and I was amazing, but I didn't get a trophy every time. You know, I I don't I don't think that that is a thing that exists. I think how, it got how amazing were you if you never got a trophy? Not for like participation. We did win championships. <laughs> I just wanna just wanna clarify that I was pretty good. Um, <laughs> so you don't you don't believe you don't. So you're saying that the participation trophy doesn't exist? No, I'm saying, saying the the cultural talking point that everyone gets an award for everything is just so ridiculous and so reductive. Like th I think there's this there's, there's a middle ground to this because there is that like expectancy versus earned but it's not just the you automatically get something because if we automatically got something we would be able to afford houses would be able to have like oh no 100 no listen dave there's a big difference between real world and what goes on in these kids head don't get it twisted but i'm telling you like my high school for instance now apparently everybody makes the team i'm just gonna throw it out there <laughs> i feel like this situation is not a one size fit all though it definitely I mean, isn't i think we we have this old school and new school old school versus new school thing going on. I don't know when it started, but it's like, oh, uh, older guys would be like, oh, well, back in my day, we did this and that, and everything was so much harder. Bruh, in every era, there was people who worked and yep. who didn't want to work. Mm -hmm. There's not a one-size-fit-all for, for every generation. No, so I get, what yeah. I get what Dave is saying, but I also get what you are saying too, Ash, that I feel like in this generation, especially with social media, and, mm -hmm. and everything going on, it does seem, even if it's not the truth, it does seem like God, like people in general are getting more entitled just yes. because they everything we're in, in a microwave society, whether you want to believe it or not. And people think that, I feel like a lot of people, even in my experiences, think that just because you do something, like you're, you're going to get immediate results right away. And if you don't, then... Fuck it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I, I feel like that does happen a lot. So I, I get where both of you guys coming from. Yeah, I will I will say that's a happy medium between where Ash is saying, because I get your point, Ash, but I just I feel like that reductive point that everyone gets a trophy is just like such a clear all meaning and purpose. Mm -hmm. And like I I feel so like I was just... using it more as an um a metaphor. I guess, so to speak, than what an actual reality where I'm saying that they they seem to have been treated differently. Then, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, mm. oh, you know, I'm going to praise you because you did something good. Not saying that we didn't get that, but it seems to be more extreme with the younger generation. Right. Where, where no. it's somehow in their mind, it's become, um, you know, you're smart, you're this, you're that, you're, you're going to be great, go out and do it. And it's like, they immediately expect instant results. Not like I have to yeah. start at the bottom and work my way to the top. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with that being said, do you think that's on a part of that is on us, like the older generation? Do you think because apparently, you know, if you let older people hear it, that, you know, the, that's all we had was tough times and we had to fight through the tough times. So do you think that's on, <laughs> You're right. do you think Man, that's shit on was us? hard, let me tell you. And everything. Yeah. I couldn't do anything. Right. Uh, but <laughs> do, do you think a part of that is 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 on us teaching them? Yes. To not be entitled, or do you think that's something that's just like, I, think I don't know, it's going to happen anyway? Right. Well, I think honestly, what they, and I hate to put this, here's the problem, right? Our education system in this country sucks, and I think we can all agree with that. We do not pay our teachers damn near enough, not to mention mm -hmm. the fact that I feel, and I felt this way even whenever I was in school, there's not enough um, 
real life expectation when you're going, especially high school, you know, you're almost into adulthood and they they make it seem like it's all roses on the other side. Let me tell you, dude, I went through a, a, a bout of depression after I graduated college because I was told my entire life, which it's kind of funny that I feel this about the younger generation because I was told the same thing. You're smart. You make great grades. You're going to go off to make, you know, six figures easy, blah, 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 blah. I graduate and it's like, oh, shit, I can't even get a job because I don't have the experience that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that six figures did not come to me like and it's and it hurt me. You know, it hurt because I didn't understand that that's not what the real world was going to be like. And now knowing what it's like, absolutely, I think we should prepare these kids for it. You know, like, yeah. no, you're not no offense, but you're not special. And I don't care how smart you think you are. If you don't have the experience, if you don't have what they're looking for, then no, you're not going to do this or do that. You have to work for it, period. Thanks. And I think Thanks. that we need to teach our children that. I, I, I agree. With, I totally agree with you, Ash. And I and I also think. I won't say you're not special, but there are other special people as well. Yeah, you're not right. the only person that's special. Exactly. So you, along with being special, there's work that comes behind you being special. And that and that can relate back to sports that, you know, you can have somebody with a lot of talent, but if they don't work hard, I truly believe that hard work beats talent. I won't say in all situations, but in mm -hmm. most situations, in For my sure. opinion. So if you have hard work and you're talented at something, now you got something going. But if you have, you know, I think if you just have talent, then that I think and I think that's a recipe for, you know, for failure. If you just believe that you can go through like strictly off talent. Mm-hmm. Agreed. With no work behind it. Mm-hmm. That's basically what we told JB. That was the frustrating thing about JB's transfer, right? Like. He stayed here for what two years. He did all the hard work. Like he went through all the stuff. Like now Taz is leaving, Sean's leaving. Like everybody's leaving. It's literally five people on the team. Like it's it's your, <laughs> it's your team. Like you told him. Yeah. Like, like you did all the hard work. Now it's just just take over now. Like, but he what he said. He said it sounds good. Like you know what I mean. Like I guess he just didn't believe. Yeah. Told but. Yeah, I think I, there, I, there is a place though, and 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 I'll shut up. Uh, but like, there is a place where just because people had to struggle before doesn't automatically make that person a better person than someone that right. expects more of what they're working towards. Like, you should not have to have three jobs and quote unquote hustle to be able to have like what you want. That mm -hmm. is reinforcing mm -hmm. a system that is working against you. It should you shouldn't there shouldn't be a smackdown of these kids' aspirations, but there should be that grounding reality as well. But we also shouldn't say you shouldn't expect to be a morning host. It just comes in time, like that kind of stuff. That's where that's where mm -hmm. I am actually. Like it's a mental thing. It's more mental than anything. I was just yeah. saying like the reality of the situation is is mental. Like if I have to work three jobs, that's what I'm gonna do to get to where I need to do. Mm -hmm. The system mentality. shouldn't be that you have to work three jobs to get to where you need to. Life, like it's life. Like sometimes. But that's what do. this generation's dealing with. They're generally realizing 
it shouldn't be like this and it doesn't need to be like this and that's a separate conversation about economics and stuff but that's yeah. where well, that's and you where know what you make a good point where where maybe us you know in the other generations were like well this is just how it is you know what i mean mm -hmm. we understand that that's how things are so we'll adapt where these kids are like i don't give a fuck if this is how things are we don't want it to be that way and it doesn't have to be this way and that and that's a, and that could be the problem too ash is a lot of people are just stuck in their ways that they only see one way and Maybe. I think that if there wasn't such a understanding gap between older and younger people that we can like we can get this stuff figured out where they can teach us easier way to make stuff and we can also t in turn teach them how to persevere and work through stuff just because it, it may have failed the one time and, and things don't go exactly how you planned them. Mm -hmm. I think there's such a, a information gap there that um that we have to close somehow. I don't know how we're going to do it, but it, it has to be closed because we can really help each other out. Absolutely. If you, don't, if you don't have that mentality, like, how do you expect it? Like, say you're saying, like, society shouldn't be that way. So they're like, fuck that. The kids are like, fuck that now, right? No, like, I'm saying they are starting to see that, like, certain things are stacked against them. Like, the fact that... Uh, you know, Shell makes nine billion in profit, but we're all paying four fifteen for gas, and their uh, employer makes record profits, and they're not getting raises or cost of living increases. That's what I'm talking about, like where the system is just actively working against them, so they can't get ahead. And I right. think that's where the other conversation is coming in. Is like kids these days, because we're so connected now, we're sharing these stories and experiences, and the Great Resignation just happened, where people are leaving shitty jobs to find better jobs because they realized, hey, <laughs> I'm not getting appreciated where I am. And for me, like if you're, if you're in a position like Jalen and you know that you've got like ambitions to go somewhere and you're not seeing that path to get there and you've got a chance to go somewhere else, would you not take that? And this is just playing devil's advocate to the people that think you should have stayed. But like how many people actually make it to the NBA? I mean, not very one, many. Think about that percentage. And if he doesn't see that path for him, Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you take advantage of going somewhere where he thinks it might work out for him? One question I, I, I regret that I didn't regret that I didn't ask uh, JB was like he had the opportunity. Like he started, I think it was like twenty three games his freshman year, and like he started like thirty three games last year. I mean, Ethan should have brought those stats to me, but I didn't know that. Like I just like what more did he want? You know what I mean? Like. I'm trying to compare himself to me, like, and he was a, a bigger recruit than I was coming out of school, you know what I mean? And, and I think that's kind of like with those participation trophies kind of coming, like with the rankings coming out of high school, like everyone's telling him he's so good, you deserve this, you deserve that. Like, I wish I would have asked him, like, what, what was he expecting more? You know what I mean? What more opportunity was he expecting? Well, that's a lot of games to start as a freshman and uh, a sophomore. Yeah, that's that's what I didn't understand too, John. Because um, and and some episodes before, I think it was two or three episodes before, I was saying that he had a lot of opportunity. It's not like it was for lack of opportunity. Because John, you know his sit, and you know y'all, you may think your situation is the same as his, but I think it's totally different because he he started. Yeah. You know what I mean? He got he got the opportunity to to play in games. So I was that's what so dumbfounded. So it's not like he had to wait behind anybody. Yeah. I mean I You understand. know what I mean? So that, 
I, I think I said like I understand like his idea about like the system. Yeah. The system basically. So. Yeah, and I get it too. Yeah. Some people don't. Some people don't. And again, Jalen did nothing wrong. Jalen is not committed a crime. Jalen did right. something that he's legally able to do. And I don't understand what the, the outrage is, and I'll, I never will. Yeah, and he doesn't seem to be harboring any hard feelings. No. Or, you know what I mean? He doesn't, he he's, still loves hugs. It's not like it's a, you know, shit on him situation. Exactly. He's a great kid that was just telling things from his perspective. And whether you believe him or not, or whether you want to think it's true, it's still his perspective. Who are we to tell him what, how he should feel? Right. By the way, the percentage for, this is college kids, um, who would go on to the NBA, it's 1.2%. That is such a small percentage, if you think about the grand scheme of things. Congrats, mm-hmm. KJ. The one point, he's a, he's a one percenter. <laughs> You're a one percenter. I mean, nah, so, sometimes, no, nah, because I really do have to, I mean, I'm glad that you brought that up, Ash, because I really do have to remind myself, because, you know, for me, I only spent one year, one season there, and I'm thinking, you know, I should be, I should have been there longer. I should have done this and that. And I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I want to be there longer. But then, like you said, in the grand scheme of things, bro, that's this an accomplishment. Not a, that's an accomplishment. So you know, it's 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 a situation where I have to give myself, you know, more more props about that too. But mm-hmm. you know, that's just how my mom works. My button's <laughs> not working, but I will add wild cheering and applause uh, to that, Kev. Oh, I appreciate that, Dave. But it's true. I mean, you did, you made, that is an accomplishment. I mean, 1.2% of college basketball players will go on to the NBA. That's wild. Does it piss you off, Jay Crowder? Hmm? About about the the Big East player of the year or about his career? Like, from that to where he is now? No, it doesn't piss me off. I, I believe everything happens for a reason. Um... You know, it is what it is. It sucks. I wouldn't say that I was I wasn't upset about the the Big East Player of the Year thing in general, but about his career, man, he he put in the work. Like he's you know he's been doing well, so I want nothing against him. He, it's not like he voted himself Player of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, yeah. from what I've read, it seems like uh, kids that are ranked out of high school actually have a better percentage of being accepted into the NBA. Which is crazy, right? 25% of those kids will go to the NBA. It's, it's, oh, yeah, it's not really crazy. It's nope. a lot of politics in the game. Mm. Oh, for sure. Like, hey, like, sometime it could just call like, like, my bad, bad. CBT, like, James played the guys that he knew based off their past. You know what I mean? It wasn't based off what they did in the future. It's politics, same thing. Instead mm. of who deserves to be on the court right now. And and sometimes you can get caught up in names and and things like that and get caught up in nostalgia that'll make you, you know, haze your judgment a little bit. So stop doing that. Huh? James, stop doing that. Yeah. So so you answered my question already. You do still have a, a problem with it. Still have a problem with it? Like it's over with. Yeah, clearly it's not. Clearly it's not. Clearly. Everything you bring up, you have a problem with still? I don't get it. Apparently. 
<laughs> because we we didn't have no we didn't mention it. No, nothing, nothing about it. We, we were talking about kids going to the NBA. I don't know how we got here. <laughs> what we were talking about had nothing to do with TBC, and I just literally just put it together for you, and you guys still don't get it. It's fine. You didn't have to use that as an example, though. The fact that you used that exact point as an example is the fact that you're not over it yet. It's fine, John. It's fine. <laughs> It made you, it did, over it, it's fine. Regardless if it's true or not, it made you seem a little salty. That's all. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm mad as hell. <laughs> I don't think you're mad as hell, but I think you we may still be thinking about it. That's all. I'm salty. I'm salty. We just wanted you to admit it. That's fine. We know you have a hard time admitting things. So. <laughs> don't worry. There's a trophy cabinet full of participation trophies. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, getting off this subject, I feel like we talked enough about it. I, I Let's talk about this real quick because this was crazy. Um, Dave Chappelle got attacked during one <laughs> one of his shows. I think it was a few days ago, mm-hmm. and um, it was crazy to me because it's like I don't know if Will Smith has opened up the floodgates for people to do this, and people <laughs> think this is cool. This is dumb as hell. Don't do, and nobody else try to do this, right? Nah, people have done it before. Like, it's not, Will Smith wasn't the first person to walk up on the stage and fight a comedian. Like, it's happened before. I'm talking about of, of note. Like, yeah, I'm sure it's happened before, but I never heard of it. Like, right. Somebody doing that. Ditto. I'm about to get on World Star Hip Hop. Happens a lot. But the. The reason for me that dude said he did it was crazy. I guess David Chappelle asked to speak to dude, whoever attacked him, jumped up there. And he said he was he needed some attention because his grandma was getting kicked out of a place because of gentrification. Yeah, which what the hell? What, what does that have understand. to do with you attacking David right, Chappelle? Right, right. It makes literally no sense. And, and how is that helping your grandma? Because now you're being sued. Mm-hmm. If anything, you put your grandma in the worst situation. Dude, this is just, it's so crazy. Like, hmm. And is that, that's scary. That's also scary. So now people think like uh, something, something's going on. I want to bring attention to it. So I'm going to show up and slap a comedian and that's going to give me the attention that I want or slap anybody or, you know what I'm saying? Get in the news somehow. That's how I'm going to make things change. Dear God, do not let this be a precedent. Like, I'm afraid now. I'm scared. Yeah, for real. We got to separate that line between, like, entertainer and fan, man. Like, even if you feel some type of way about it, just don't go to a comedy show, man, because it's that's it's part of the show. A part of something. Not everybody does it, get on fan, get on the people in the crowd. But mm-hmm. sometimes that's part of a show. So if you know a guy is known for doing that, don't go to the show if that's your intention. That's dumb. They oh, beat so the brakes off of this dude. Though. Oh, yeah. man, they, they whooped his ass. <laughs> Did you whoop his ass, though? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. he, I don't think he expected that. I don't think it turned out the way he wanted it to. No. He had some mental, mental problems. Like, they said he made a song about Dave Chappelle two years ago or something like that, too. Oh, wow. So his, uh, he's a bit um, obsessed, I guess is the word I should use. I don't know. They said he was a rapper, and he made he just made a song about him. Oh, for Pete's sake! How about just sending a letter to dude? How about just being like, "I'm your biggest fan," this and that, something like that. Like, why do you have to go like this far? 
not to mention if you're a fan why are you attacking him that's just wild exactly. it makes no sense it'd be one thing you ran up on stage and gave dave Chappelle a hug yeah chris rock there though chris rock was up there <laughs> how how uh, ironic is that yeah that was and it was funny too that chris rock was like was it will <laughs> yeah they both made a joke about it that's that's cool man that they can laugh at themselves amen that's dope did you guys ever see the there was a video of chris rock's brother after the will smith slap happened and i did not know this but he mentions in his little intro that there are 10 rock brothers and he's like i know will smith didn't know that we rolled that deep and he's like you know what come hit me because i'm like my brother i ain't got shit to lose and it was the funniest shit i had ever seen in my entire life because i'm paraphrasing you have to see Mm -hmm. it though it was really freaking good and it made me laugh so hard. And it's like, you know what? Ugh, that's so true. It's so true. Oh, no, I, I've definitely seen it. Um, you know, people were saying that Will Smith went at him because he's Chris Rock. I, and I said that too, but I'm not sure. At the point Will Smith was at at the time, mm-hmm. I don't know if it, if anybody else would have, if anybody else was in that situation that, you know, if he if he wouldn't have did the same thing, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, no, I I would agree. And honestly, he was laughing at first, and then all of a sudden, Jada gives him the look, and he's just like, "Oh damn it!" Like mm-hmm. I have to now. Like I think he felt pressured to have to do something. Isn't that Regina Hall made a joke about them before? Like you know what I mean? Like they they didn't he didn't say anything. What was the joke she she made? I don't remember that. Something about Sharon Will, like basically like, something oh. about. It. Yeah, like something about having sex with Will or something like that. Like, will Jada let her borrow Will? Oh, we all know that they're like. So it's okay to joke around about the open marriage, but it's not okay to call her GI Jane. Yeah, did it wasn't even like a a tough joke. It wasn't. GI Jane. It was a GI Jane joke. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah, he was. I think we already knew that he was over the edge by then. So. Who do you who do, whose fault do you think you think is Jada being toxic? I think she's toxic. It's it's both because Will uh, Will I see everybody's coming to Will's aid like you know what I mean like Jada made him do it. Jada he's a grown ass man at the end of the day. Right. Nobody can make you do anything, so he deserves some some blame in a situation as well. Obviously, we I think we can see that Jada is toxic, but he also <laughs> deserves some blame for even being in that situation if you feel like and, and we talked about this on that on that episode we talked uh about this whole thing that if you feel if somebody makes me feel like i have to go to that point to protect their honor and they're not even protecting my honor i'm not going to be with them anymore right that's just plain and simple if she hasn't said anything about it huh no she said she said i don't know why he did that i don't need protecting she said that yes wow she didn't say that no, I'm. I'm t- look it up. I'm telling you. Wow. Well, it, then what she should have done the minute he got up and started walking, she should have been like, "Will, chill." You know what I mean? Like, exactly. it's fine. You know, I don't need you to protect me. She should have said it then. I think it was going to look crazy on him because he was laughing and she was like mad. So it was going to look crazy if he didn't do anything. Like he just didn't think in the moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But would it have looked crazy? If she, yeah, if she was mad and he was laughing. I don't think... 
I honestly don't think people would have thought it. Thought a no. second. I wouldn't have thought a second about it just because he was laughing and she was mad about it. I mean, obviously, it's a joke about her. Of course, she's gonna be mad about it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but that leads to like another discussion though. Like, they probably should get a divorce, right? Like, if she's that toxic, like if their marriage is that toxic, right? Like, she's been sleeping with other guys. She's been. <laughs> I mean, right. we don't know what was going. Like, I don't know that ends and outs of their marriage but it doesn't from looking in it doesn't look good like but people say like divorce is bad like i think they they said like they'll never get a divorce as far as in the third like that's clearly not healthy right mm, no no not at all and i think any marriage therapist or <laughs> psychologist would tell you that that seems very unhealthy yeah so i don't i don't understand like some people are like i'll never get a divorce like i'll never do that like and some people probably need to do that to just be mentally free, have a better life. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I I think you're right. You're right, man. I mean, divorce is not for every. It's not. It shouldn't be the first option. Let me say that it shouldn't right. be a first option. But also, there are some situations where there's that's the best option. Right. So I don't know. We'll see. See what happens with them. I doubt. I doubt it'll happen. They've been together like too long already. But I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I think you'd be surprised. You think you know, it'll happen? I, um, I don't know if it'll happen, but it could. Mm-hmm. We'll just have just to see that. how it pans out. I want to hear gotcha. from. I'm really intrigued now. Like. No more. It's been no red table talk lately. It's been Will's normally always on IG and stuff. Like he hasn't been doing anything. I'm, I'm I think that's him. good for him to stay out of the public eye, like... get away. Mm-hmm. I I think that's good for him to get out of the public eye. Though he don't he don't need all that. Like he don't need that right, right. now. Right. He's yeah. done enough. <laughs> it happened. Like you know what I mean. Like like the TV stations are. I mean. Movie networks are like canceling his movies and stuff like that. Like Netflix took away his movies. Like, come on, man. that's foul. Wait, what? That has nothing to do with his acting career. That's foul. Like, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, if Ethan was here, he would pull it. But... So that goes in. So that goes into. All right, you know we've been on a long time, but that goes into another discussion though. Not just act people in general. <laughs> That and then also, is it possible to separate somebody's personal life from their career? And I, th- oh, I wait a I was... second, don't get it twisted about this Netflix thing. Okay, Netflix pulled away from his biopic, they didn't pull his movies off Netflix. Oh, okay, I was about to say because that's yeah, they're just backing Either out. Of a way, bidding... There's a bidding war going on right now for his biopic, and they just bailed. That's it, oh, and that okay. could have been, and that okay. could have been a coincidence. That may not have been because of what he did. So it's not like it was supposed to happen and now they just pulled right. the plug on it. It's like right. it's, it's not clear where it's going to happen at regardless. There was a bunch of people going in a bidding war for it and Netflix was just the one that said, I'm done. That's it. Yeah. Are there any other um, studios that are backing out of movies with Will Smith or waiting to release movies with Will Smith? Let's see. That's what I, I don't think I said they pulled all his movies. Did I say they, they pulled his movies? Yes, you did. Yeah, you did. I meant to say that they stopped. Will Smith will be on um, David Letterman's Netflix chat show. 
His little hour-long interview thing that's really good. Hmm. There was a network that played Hitch like 40 times last week. I can't remember which the network was, but every time I like flip it through the guide, I saw it. Yeah, I, mean, I love like, that movie. That, like, I saw mad Will Smith movies on TV. People still love Will Smith, man. He had a he had a moment of weakness, like we all yeah. do. People been... still love Will Smith at the end of the day. You can't erase Fresh Prince. You can't erase none of that stuff. Like he's still an icon. We, you know, we're upset with him at the way he handled things, but it'll go away in time. I think the best for, thing for him to do is is get away from the public eye until it calms down, which it will. Yeah. Uh, I don't know when, but it will, and you know, we'll, he'll get back to being Will Smith again. Now he is banned from the Oscars for ten years, but that's the only Damn. like real thing that I've seen so far. Let's keep looking. But that's not too bad. He already got his Oscar, so he good. That's true, and they're not and they're not taking that Oscar away from him either. Yeah, which they shouldn't. shouldn't. Right, because he earned it. Yeah. Oh, and he resigned from the Academy too, because apparently he's a board member or on the board, I should say. Yeah. Eventually, um, we should be let back in. Anything else is on here about? I don't see anything about anybody not working with him because of it. Um, there, uh, I guess maybe. Well, Sony paused a project that they're working on him with, but it's on pause. It's not. It's not been banned or anything like that. It could just be a moment for them to take a step back until the air clears, and then they'll go back in. Also, Netflix yeah. canceled on a bunch of stuff because they lost subscribers and realized that, hey, we probably shouldn't spend billions upon billions upon billions of dollars we don't have every year on TV shows that we have for a season that just get canceled. No shit. You're pissing me off. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Did you finish Ozark? If it wasn't for Ozark, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be fucking with Dude, everybody is Already. raving about Ozark right now. Apparently, I need to get into it. It's really good. I'm man. two episodes deep. I'm two episodes deep right now into the la- into the final seven episodes. Mm. Marty, I really hate. All right, I have never <laughs> felt this much hate towards a fictional character in my life. I really hate Wendy Bird. I really <laughs> do hate her. Like I Kim like everything like about her. Women. Everything <laughs> about her is just bad. Why I've is heard so that. Bad? You're yeah. only two episodes in. I'm only two episodes in. Yeah, she's, you know, it gets worse. Like she's, she's so bad. <laughs> she's worse. the, she's the opposite of Marty. She's like the direct opposite of Marty. She's not even attractive. <laughs> she, she's an attractive older lady. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, not on the show. I mean, maybe her personality just makes her not attractive. You know what? I mean? you you ever, know what? You that's that's valid. Like that's valid. <laughs> A personality, your personality will make you look more attractive or less attractive. I will 100% agree with that. You ever not like somebody so much as a character that you don't like them in real life? Yes. Like you don't yes. know them in real life, but you don't like their character so much you hate them? Yes. Like that's how, that's Two minutes ago, Kevin her. was like, can we separate the actor from the uh, from their, <laughs> no, from their life? No, I didn't, no, I didn't say like, that. You ever I hate said, someone no. you don't like? <laughs> I never said that. I said, what are your opinions about that? Mm-hmm. I never said uh, I did that. When didn't start this? Did, like, didn't uh, Marty start the whole thing? Like, yeah, Marty trapped her into it because she got caught on that camera. And this is the first episode, actually. You're not getting spoiled anything. Okay. Um, bonk, bonking that dude. No, she's... Hey, I'm going to rewatch the whole thing. 
she's uh she's definitely where Marty is reserved and calculated, she is aspirational and uh uncalculated. And that's that's why they're a, a yin and yang type thing. I, I think she's very calculated. She just makes like her calculations are always off. <laughs> I think she, cal- she calculates, they just off. <laughs> the numbers are off. <laughs> She's bad at calculating, but she calculates. <laughs> that was another episode of the Final Forecast featuring me, one of your co-hosts, Kevin Jones, my boy Jay Flo. You're yep. yep. our lovely co-host Ashley. That's me. Super producer Dave. G'day. And uh, trusty intern Ethan will be back with some more useless facts, I'm sure, next episode. So, uh, <laughs> nah, he's enjoying his uh, his time off from class and all that. So, I'm sure, everybody he's celebrating will be back Mother's Day with his kids. <laughs> <What>? Anyway, <laughs> he's working oh, yeah, on more clickbait. Happy Mother's Day to every everybody. Yes, out there. happy Mother's Day. All the mothers Day. out there. Happy Mother's Day. To all the mothers Kevin Show. doesn't remember, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> to all the children I never claimed, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. That's fucked Just up. jokes, people. Just jokes, people. <laughs>